following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. You want to see something really cool? Watch. Hold on. This is nothing new, Doug. You're oh, drinking, drinking a beer. beer. Hey, dude, check this out. This is pretty cool, too. Hey, everybody. Hey. That's Mike. And everyone else announce yourself on the count of three. One, two, three. Doug. Dave. Me. Doug. <laughs> you can call me Al. Ah, I love that song. I'm a sucker for this song. I'm a sucker for Chevy Chase. Welcome back. Episode nine-ish. I didn't look ahead of time. Anyone got any point firing on all cylinders as usual? I can't count higher than five. <laughs> Unless you're triple of all sorts of admissions today. <laughs> it, man. Uh, we got a good one for you to, today. We got some usual stuff to go through. Um, the topic that I want to hit first right now is uh, one we've done, but it's one I look forward to every week. Anyone got anything new that you're listening to? Not forced listening for the podcast. I'm saying anyone find anything new? Sleep token. You ever heard of them? No. They were they were actually just recommended to me by Andy uh, Ulm. Uh, Dude, get into them. Yeah. I listened to I listened to like part of their new song, which I liked, but I, I need I didn't uh, I wasn't in a it wasn't a time where I could really focus. On the music, yeah. so does that work? <laughs> another another one I've gotten into recently is of sulfur, but of is spelled O V. Okay, so, like the beer. Color. Yeah, but it's very definitely heavier than Sleep Token. Sleep Token is kind of like that chill, relaxed kind of rock with like subtle hints of metal. From what hmm. I've taken in so far. Hmm. Anybody else? I have been in a uh, between the buried and me kick lately, listening to uh, their newer stuff, which I haven't really, never really gave much of a chance to, but I've been uh, listening to that a lot. It's weird. They got weird, but I like it. Doug, for what you got? Dudes, I've been actually going way back and uh, listening to Suicidal again. I've been a big suicidal kick lately, man. Did you ever get that Pepsi? (laughs) (laughs) No. But, you know, I'm having trouble smiling and laughing today. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you want a hug? (laughs) I I think I'm kind of close to you. I'll give you a hug. (laughs) Dougie, does this work? Separation anxiety? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah there's separation anxiety right. <laughs> Mike you normally got something Mike nothing 
<laughs> nothing new. <laughs> nothing new, believe it or not. Uh, I saw, like I asked you guys in the chat, if anybody was in the 36 Crazy Fist back in the day. Just kind of not, I wouldn't say rediscovered them, but I haven't listened to them in a while. So I've been on a kick for the past few days. Alaskan tree metal. <laughs> so, so how did they get to 36 crazy fish? Well, if you, it's uh it's actually a Bruce Lee reference. Okay. I was going to say, are there 18 members? Or... <laughs> no, no, no. That'd be, that'd be Slipknot. It'd be 18 yeah. crazy fish. <laughs> could be, could be disturbed. 10,000 fists in the air. I got right, I'll, I'll see myself out. I hope that's the last time Disturbed is ever brought up on this podcast. Oh, I'm it probably that. won't be, but <laughs> I mean, we do the covers draft if whenever that comes up. Oh, Jesus. There's a good chance they make it. Oh, Jesus. Will I they? Not. What about that Phil Collins cover? Or is it a Genesis cover? Oh, God. Simon and Garfunkel. They do more than one cover? It was a Genesis. Like their own their own I mean, songs isn't is aren't bad enough. They gotta destroy other people's too. They, they covered Shout on the first CD too. Oh. Alright, this is way too much Shout. disturbed information. Shout. Yes, that's Shout. Shout. I'm on this podcast because I'm the only one that does actually like disturbed. I, I like disturbed. Oh, Alright, cool. I'm not alone. I dislike oh. them. I'm, I'm sorry, yes. guys. That is a strong stance by me. Well. <laughs> I dislike them. I started waning out on them and then I saw them live and I'm like, like, uh, shit, like these guys can freaking go and David Draymond can really work a crowd and shit. So they kind of won me back over. Yeah. Granted, I haven't listened to any of the new stuff and, that they put out. So you don't have the newer to. Stuff's hard to get into because it kind of starts to sound recycled now. Um, starts. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like hate breed, dude. You need one hate breed album. You got them all. <laughs> probably, probably somebody bigger. off here with that one <laughs> i've seen hate breed four times all every time not like intentionally like they just were opening up for somebody <laughs> accidentally I've, seen uh, hate breed i'm four not times. I'm, i've never been big on them <laughs> I do. there's only yeah, so I many times it. i can hear jamie justice scream something about if you get knocked down get back up i'm pretty sure he's every every variation of that lyric yeah, is he doing some thump thumping over there? Or? He takes he takes the mantra of hardcore and and like quadruples it. You <laughs> like, can save that for the hardcore episode. Yeah, I know, right? When when is that? By the way, <laughs> <laughs> coming soon to earbuds near you. I don't know which, whatever you're listening to. Um, <laughs> I have new stuff that actually was inspired from a music podcast I was listening to and they do something that we do. I swear to God, I didn't know they did this, but they feature a band at the end. Like uh, we try and do. So um, I got into this band and it's, they're not underground at all, but uh, reef, the lost cause who appears in the group army of the Pharaohs. Does anyone know these rap groups I'm talking about? Okay. But they played a reef song. Um, I could probably it's probably the top song, but they played it at the end of the episode, and I absolutely dug it. Really cool, and I recommend. It. Yeah. I didn't come here to recommend a hip hop album, but here you go. What were they called again? It's his name is Reef the Lost Cause. Oh, okay. and then he's also part of a rap group that's called Army of Pharaohs, or Army of the Pharaohs, and they are they're like. 
an offshoot of a, even another like hip hop group, which if my wife was next to me, she would be slapping me, telling me what it is. But that seems abusive. You know, one of us, one of us are busted right know. now. Tell her to come downstairs, start hitting so we could yeah. see it. Oh, Jedi mind trick. None oh, of that yo, sounds like were... rap or hip hop. I know, isn't it? They got great. Do they have a song? Uh, Somebody watching TV. <laughs> Not me. I, mean, I am. You can hear it. Oh yeah. I'll turn. Hold on. I'll turn it off. It's probably watching Friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, Army of Pharaohs has a song that's called <laughs> "As Blood Runs Black." I think it. It, that, it was a metal that's a good band. band. It was a metal band, and they had it as a song title. I'm like, this is great, and they are good. They are good. They're. Uh... I was gonna say, "As Blood Runs Black" is really good too. Yeah, they are. Oh, here you go. The song's called "Naked." That's the one by Reef. Unclothed cause. Reef the Lost Cause. That's a weird name. That's cool. Uh, Jarka, did you have anything? You said you're into Disturbed right now. No, I, I, I said it. I, no. <laughs> that. I well, I'm in the D's in my my binge list. I finished, um, I actually binged in between episodes. I did binge uh, David Bowie's discography. Uh, was this, uh, beating the shit out of his microphone over there. That was I'm talking into a microphone. And, I'm talking into this microphone. It's not even working. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like it is. Yeah, it sounds so, like it is. Well, so, 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 you're hearing me from my computer. Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm like that. <laughs> idiot. Coming Jesus. to you live. Doing like a oh fake news report. If only the people could have saw his face oh, there. So <laughs> we do need another TikTok video. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Any volunteers to fall off a chair? Right. <laughs> well, as long as you guys can hear me, I don't know. I don't know why I have such a hard time with this damn thing. All you guys got these freaking uh, Nintendo headphones and all this other Dougie, I'm rocking straight from my phone, man. Yeah, you are. It probably sounds that way too. <laughs> each one, each one of us has a unique sound to our mic because we all have different setups. Yeah. So, oh, it's cool. Well, you know. Yeah. Hey, we don't ask people to pay us money for this podcast. We're good. Yeah, well, you know. Well, I mean, to be cool. I go out and I buy, you know, hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth of equipment. don't give us money. I'm just saying we're not asking for money. Donate to our Patreon. Yeah. 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 They're going to find someone else's Patreon, and they're going to get the money. Mike, Mike, you can't sell your feet pics on our Patreon. I don't think I can sell my feet pics anywhere. (laughs) So, okay. I think we're all caught up with what we're listening to. Um, we'll have to check out some uh, uh, this, that band that Nate and Alex were listening to. Sounds metal, so I'm in. Sleep token. So then this brings us to the most annual of all annual events on the show. The removal of a terrible artist from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Who goes next? Anyone? What were what were the? I don't even remember. Current, yeah, I don't remember either. <laughs> Off to a hot start. No What's one has one this week. I'm, I, I'm sure I have one. I, I I know somebody I said recently didn't. Uh, we opted to not vote them off. Out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. Not my notes either. 
Mike and I were at a Bills game, well, two Bills games um, lately together, that a, fr- a mutual friend was there, and he had a problem with us taking T-Rex out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Sean. Yeah. And the not that only I have a full, like, full basis to, like, back him up and say he's probably got a point. But on this other music podcast I've been listening to, which I won't shout out because why would I do that? But anyways, uh, <laughs> this they reference it. They reference them several times to, with talking about all these different bands in the punk era. So they were influential to other bands, whether we like them or not. I'm just saying, like they, they were big. Like I love that we're all currently looking for something <laughs> I, know. I know as soon as i see it it's gonna fucking just aggravate me like it did the last time i brought them up and then we didn't go with them yeah i mean okay i guess if anything you never what? really truly know where your influences are going to come from matt who it will be joining us hopefully for the next time we record now these oh. Matt wanted to vote out Elvis a long time ago, if we remember. He did. He did first, yeah. Would it would it be only fitting that we leave it for him? Or would that be a nice gift for let's, him that when he comes back to No, the leave show, it for let's save it. Save it. Definitely, because then he can argue with himself. You know what I mean? Uh, he he I mean, I don't know if any of us are gonna stick up for him that much. Well, it doesn't matter. At least he can argue. He, he'd have a chance. Can we kick out Green Day again? No. <laughs> I say we kick out Def Leppard. Well, you gotta go after the handicap guy. <laughs> <laughs> Do we, uh, Yo, you know for sure they're in? I don't know. Canceled. In, in my book, if you're in the Hall of Fame, you have to have all your limbs. <laughs> oh Jesus. my god! Well, if my comment didn't get us canceled, <laughs> it's just my rule. I'm not speaking for you guys. <laughs> Wow, this site recommends that Rod Stewart's first band, Faces, gets voted out. No way. That's what I'm saying. No way. They're good, no man. Way. If you like that stuff. They're fantastic. Like 70s, early 70s, mid-70s rock. Now, now I'm awesome. saying, listen, in the 10th year while we're doing this podcast, do they yeah. eventually get voted out? I'm not saying that. But right now, absolutely not. Did we, we kick Journey out yet? Stage. We haven't kicked Journey out yet. All right, that's my nomination. Are they even in? Do people have? Yes, I just, I just checked. Okay. I don't <laughs> want. I don't want people listening to us and then <laughs> going and lo- doing their own research and like. See, you don't even know. That's why they shouldn't be there. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of artists, unfortunately, in. It's the problem with Hall of Fames. They love putting everyone in. That's why I got a lot of respect for the way baseball is still handling it. I know these stereo guys deserve to be in, but at least they limit how many dudes get into the Hall of Fame. F- football and everyone else is just like, here, you get in, and you get in. It's like Oprah. Remember that one record you recorded where you jerked off onto the microphone? You get in. <laughs> Whoa. What? We, never, we, one, we never put that one out. Flawed. There's still flaws to the baseball procedure, but I don't know. I want to hear the wave file of that. I know. <laughs> Uh, Def Leppard <laughs> or Coherita. Journey? Is that where the discussion we want to have? I think I, I think that's what I got. Doing. I got one. Yeah, Carol Carol King. Why is Carol King in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Who? That's the 
clowns in my coffee lady is that her I, I, clowns in my coffee like clowns. is that really rock music that no there's, that's there's no there's no rock. that's uh carly simon that's carly simon okay you're there's, so there's a, there's a lot of artists in the Hall of Fame who I've never heard anything from. I yep. guess I, something that I want to do is I want to sit that like I'm, I want to go through the list and listen to something from everybody. So I'm trying. I, I try not to pick somebody who I don't know because mm-hmm. yeah, like there was a lot of like like uh, like, like I guess they're maybe they're like doo-wop artists and stuff like that that I had no idea who they were, and it's like okay, I can't. Yeah pick them because I have no idea what they did or their accomplishments. Right. You know, it's still, I try and stay away from those personally. Yeah. It's, it still infuriates me that even though we voted them out, that you two are still on this list. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's why I was going through the list and I saw green day again. That's why I asked if we could come out again. (laughs) Stupid internet making everything forever. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, do we have a I, I, here? I guess we go around the horn here and see who's who. Yeah, I'm know? not going to nominate anyone else. I'm tempted to lean with Nate on this one. I don't have a reason to save Journey. Guess you guys stop believing. Well, don't worry. That <laughs> big wheel in the sky will keep on turning. Oh. Mike? Yeah, I'm on board with that. Alex is in. Okay. Mike? Yeah, Journey can go. Can hit and run. Can like anybody that covers their song at beer tents <laughs> go to? Should I not bring up? That oh, kind of so stuff? we we have Some to uh, vote out right. Nerds Gone Wild then too. <clears throat> I, see, they're they're good. I, I enjoy them. Hit I don't know, run. man. The way they dance, Nerds Gone Wild. I was at that game <laughs> last week, and I was just watching them in the, during intermission. I'm just like, huh. Okay, yeah. some yeah. dance, <laughs> some synchronized dance moves you guys got. I'll tell you, I'm really surprised, man, because as far as, you know, whatever, I'm older than you guys. Pre, pre, uh, journey's just, journey's just been around forever. So, doesn't mean it's good. Well, I think they have way better tunes than Def Leppard does. Def Leppard's got a couple great albums, but to be in the Hall of Fame, eh. I don't know. I can get on board with either. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to leave. All right, guys, have a great podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so it's journey. Yeah. Cool. Whatever. Doug's going to come back in the next segment when we put somebody into the, uh, untouchable territory and he's going <laughs> to, I think journey needs to be <laughs> my, uh, <laughs> My mom Dumb. just chimed in and said that uh, we should have kicked them out. Who? My, 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 my parents were here just now. Oh, okay. So my but mom who? just said that we shouldn't have kicked them out. Journey. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait to hear the playback on the <laughs> stupid internet. Darko, what was your suggestion? What was your suggestion? Carol King. I would kick her out before Journey for sure. Is it just that, that she doesn't sing our kind of music? Is it really rock music, though? There's, oh. If that's what we're going to do, then we got a long list of people. Oh, right. That's, that's going to be bad because it then I, I'm going to have people frame. going after my Motown, and I can't have that. <laughs> I don't know. Slippery it's, slope. You, you stay away really, from my 60s and 50s classics. <laughs> it reminds me, she reminds me of the Carpenters, and I just, I make Carpenters making me want to puke. Oh, but Karen Carpenter was amazing. 
Can I, I ask you a question? No. Great drummer. In Mo- the only Karen that was ever good. <laughs> in, okay, Mo- so- in Motown, in Motown, yeah, is would you consider Elton John and Freddie Mercury in, in that group? No. Okay. Why? Never mind. <laughs> you setting up a joke that I totally missed. Well, they're not from Detroit. <laughs> What is okay, never mind. What is, is the there joke? That was, there, was there something that we're not picking up that you're trying to put down? Or yeah, anything? but I'm I not going to. Um, so there's a couple. Really, uh, Twenty years. All right, old. whatever. No, 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 no. It's a joke we used to tell each other I back in 1978. Culture what do Fred and Mercury and Elton John get... have in common? I okay, I don't know if we need to answer. Uh, <laughs> I think Doug is um, trying to get us canceled. Well, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> if you if you don't want to do this anymore, just tell us. I'm trying. I'm trying to make Brian's job a little bit harder. Oh, I don't edit. Uh, I can just throw disclaimers on when I advertise the show. <laughs> Would Doug uh, you be our first disclaimer? Nate, Nate, yeah. No. No. We may have had others. I don't remember. What, Nate, was, the other what was your? What were you going to say? <laughs> oh, so. Um, while you guys were having your little discussion, I pulled uh, <laughs> Carol King up on the Spotify machine yeah. just because I, ne- I wanted to hear it. My mom, again, was walking out the door and, and, Carol she heard, and she heard it. She's like, Carol King? And she just shook her head at me. No, <laughs> with her eyes pleading, please don't do that. <laughs> then do it. You got to do it then. <laughs> you got to do it then. Out of spite. Yes. She, well, she also said that about Journey, too. Yeah. I almost wonder if we need to have like a three part like Hall of Fame part of the show where we do kick someone out and say you're not worthy of any sort of Hall of Fame. And then we also like build new Hall of Fames, like a metal Hall of Fame, an actual rock and roll Hall of Fame. So this show Hall of Fame. This, this podcast is just gonna turn into a Hall of Fame. The music hall of sorting show. <laughs> at, at some point, that's what I think all of us are going to be arguing about, which is, well, you kick this guy out. He was important to this style. And if you kick this, these guys out there, at least I hope so someday. But that's probably episode 300. Do we vote Bon Jovi out? Mm-hmm. First episode. That was okay. first, yeah. You weren't here for that one. I don't remember what we did vote out other than <laughs> you two. You know Green, Green Day. Day. Green Day. No, Green Day was the episode by first episode. Journey. <laughs> Boom. Nail in the coffin. Enough of us enough of us had voted, so out they go. Now I want to put someone in. I will once again throw let's say Johnny Cash deserves to be in our version of the Hall of Fame. Uh anyone else? I'll I'll second. Yeah. That. Yeah, totally. I'm thinking a sweep here. Alex likes darker. You like Mike's kind of. Not uh, I had a nomination, but I, I can go get along with Johnny Cash. Don't on here. I, he's okay. like maybe I the am, only closest country Western person I have that I actually like. I'm curious what your nomination is, though. It was Hendrix. Just want to sit. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who? He'll get in. Hendrix. He'll get in eventually. He got into England first. Interesting thing about Jimmy. He couldn't, couldn't catch on in America, went over to England, and that's where he broke out, which is weird. Um, cool. Well, around that time period, that's where a lot of that music was coming from. Mm-hmm. But a lot of those guys are are getting influence from American bands. Like, they were waiting for... Blues bands. Like, yeah, blues, yeah. 
like they they were waiting for like navy guys coming in the port and like bringing in new albums and stuff like that because that's the only way they were getting them back then it's crazy all right i think we're doing a really good job here let's all pat ourselves on the back good job everyone way to be Uh, way to not be a team player alex there you go topic of the day (laughs) before our album review is very kind of large but for me very very small um suggested by you alex was this you alex has suggested this one soundtracks yeah so we're doing movie soundtracks best movie soundtracks in our opinions uh ones that stand out to us alex seeing as it is your topic why don't you uh lead this one off i want to bring up uh boondock saints the first one you got bands like Dropkick Murphys, Skids, Fu Manchu, Night Ranger, Pussifer, The Dirges, Celtic Thunder. Wait, was that was that Punak Saints 2? First one. First one? Okay. I, I didn't know all those bands were on that. I have to check that out. Mm-hmm. Leading through used the Boondock Saints clips for their songs. That was cool. So did uh, A Day to Remember on the beginning of their track 1958. Starts off with the McManus brother prayer. So I always thought that was pretty cool too. To thee, the my lord, to thee. Mm. Not a religious type myself, but I do know that prayer by heart. <laughs> and you know, uh, when when <laughs> rule of thumb, what if it was rule of wrist? <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> I don't get that. You gotta, you gotta watch. <laughs> I know, I do. <laughs> Was it the <clears throat> second movie where they're being shipped around in a crate? The one brother reaches in, puts it his finger to his tongue, and goes, "That's cocaine, that is." He goes, "How the fuck would you know?" He goes, "Fuck you, I know shit." That's one of my favorite scenes. Sounds like a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, Nate, you got uh, any suggestions here? Any any of the sound to you? Um, yeah. So there are there's two that popped into my mind that uh, they're really the only soundtracks that I really actively listen to, and they're the music on them's not phenomenal or anything, but uh, the soundtrack for Daredevil with uh, Ben Affleck and the soundtrack for Punisher. Like both both of those, I I, lo- I love the, I listen to those all the time. Daredevil's got that uh, Seether song on there. I think it's Hang On. I think it's called. I mm. st- I, I love I love that song still. But those are really the only two soundtracks that I actively listen to. Mm. I remember jamming those. Oh yeah. Yeah. What have we got? Hmm. Is there any way that you got the soundtrack before we even went and saw the movie? Probably not, because at the time I wouldn't have known. Um, I don't know, maybe, because with with Punisher, uh, Broken was on there. I I don't know, maybe. Hmm. I've never oh, seen either okay. one of those movies. No. Oh, you're not missing anything. They're horrible movies. Oh, are they really? Oh, okay. Oh, especially Daredevil. It was really bad. <laughs> so Nate and I, we went with our friend Heather, 
And I remember her saying at one point, how come they're flying when it was watching <laughs> Daredevil? And she had like a really valid point. I remember like pausing and looking and go, yeah, why are they able to jump so crazy high and look like they're flying? This isn't normal. <laughs> it was a good call by her. So, yeah, those are, you know, our metalcore days, right? That, I mean, Evanescence, you know, catapulted to a insane level because of a, a soundtrack. So, um, did you just say metalcore than Evanescence, or did I hear something weird? I said you Evanescence you, first. No, you I said meant, metalcore first. I meant and then new metal. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know why I said metalcore. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, I guess it's closer. It's definitely more a new metal for sure. I'd put Evanescence into like a hot, uh, like a hard rock. Yeah, that's that's really. I'm in Steether. I really only ever considered just kind of like hard rock. Yeah. Uh, about you, there, Gallardo. I was never really a big soundtrack, dude. Um, I just remember growing up, everybody had the Hot Lost Highway soundtrack. I don't know why, other than there's a whole bunch of Marilyn Manson and Trent Reznor on it. Mm-hmm. But sorry, I got really no input on this subject. It's fine. <laughs> At least you did your homework this week. You did. <laughs> Jarka, you got some suggestions here? No, no. Oh, lost- do tell uh, do tell us more. <laughs> Mike we can't hear you oh man oh. he went offline and then came back on and he had my problems yeah now he's it says on. his bike's <clears throat> muted yeah well he just did that um here I'm gonna put him in the waiting room bye I'm I'll gonna, mute his mic I'm gonna, I'm gonna readmit him uh I'll go I'll go next uh I do have some, but it's I'm not a huge soundtrack guy. I'm not a huge soundtrack guy as, as far as like remember owning any and like playing it a lot. Uh, the first one that stands out to me, Nate, you'll love this one. Days and Confused had a banger soundtrack. I was gonna be disappointed if nobody brought that up. Yeah, Days and Confused, but I don't, See, I don't even, even own that. I don't even album, think about but that. Like, but watching the movie, like that's what I also think of. Like soundtracks is like while you're watching the movie, do you find yourself at moments like like bobbing along or whatever like that like when Nate or when they when Alex said boondock saints I I, I heard that intro uh, t- song immediately and the like that's a great tune um obviously very different than what we normally are talking about listening to mm-hmm. the other one and this one is a little more uh personable I guess in a way because I probably would have listened to this as my first version of this style of music. So I had the Forrest Gump soundtrack because they had a whole bunch of really great songs from a whole bunch of different eras. Mm. And I enjoyed listening to like, like that's, that would have been like the, the first Jimi Hendrix, you know, see like song I had on CD. It would have been the first, you know, you can keep going all these lists of different bands. I, I, have, to imagine, I have to imagine CCR was on there somewhere. Oh, yeah. And when they're in Vietnam? Yeah, 100%. Fortunate Son is definitely on there. Guaranteed. Oh, that just reminds me of we're not doing the covers today. Never mind. 
No, the, <laughs> cover, the cover draft? No. Yeah, but I, I just picked mine. Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody will get it before me, though, so that's what always happens. <laughs> I hope you get first pick. Well, what, what is it? Because I'm going to pick it. Just because. Okay. okay, bud. <laughs> Say my first rodeo. <laughs> uh, Jarka, um, before we had some technical difficulties. What did you hear? Uh, Just nothing. nothing. Nothing? Okay. Yeah. All right. It's the Freddy versus Jason soundtrack. Uh, yeah, it's it's like 2007, 8, I think it came out around the mid-2000s. And it's like half metalcore, like, you know, kill switch. And then it's half like uh, new metal, like Mushroom Head on there. And uh, it's just, it was like, I'm like, wow, like every single band on this, even like there's typo negative on there, things like that. Shout out Mushroom Head, though. Not as uh, globally known as the rest of the bands on that, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I saw them saw them a couple times. I got my picture with, uh, was it Waylon before with them? They're, they're mm-hmm. pretty cool. I got to go on their uh, tour bus when they were at the waiting room in Buffalo. Cool. That was, oh, that that's was kind of cool. Yeah. Did they wear a condom? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. guys. I'm just trying. <laughs> the first, the first soundtrack that I ever owned was a soundtrack for Mortal Kombat, the movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good. You, uh, Alex, you mentioned in uh, typo negative reminded me of that because they were on there. Yeah, black, black number one. There was this kid. <laughs> Greg, his name is Greg Moffat. He moved to our school district when we were in fourth grade, and I think he was only on a topic. Anywho, <laughs> he was the only kid I know that had that soundtrack, and he would like play it, like when I would hang out with him, and we freak out. We're fighting. <laughs> <laughs> well, since uh, everybody brought, seems like two. I have one more that I just thought about, and that's uh, the Sweeney Todd soundtrack. Sure. Oh, that's music. a cool. Yeah, musical style. and uh, We jam that at work. Oh, yeah. Quite frequently, actually. <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, I always thought that was a very unique soundtrack. Hmm? Um, did anybody mention Queen of the Dam soundtrack? I was just thinking no. about that. Yeah, that's it. Was all like a was it arranged basically by jo- uh, Jonathan Davis? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Is it the Escape from L.A. soundtrack? That was cool back in the mid nineties. Oh yeah, they had like the rapper and the and the band, the rock band together, mm. like yeah. mix match. Yeah, the soundtrack for Grind. I don't know if anyone. Oh yeah, yeah. That soundtrack's pretty good too. I'll throw out a couple of obscure ones. One being the Snatch soundtrack. Oh yeah, I was, bring it up, I was gonna bring up the director specifically with Doug. Yeah. Good call. Doug, Love you've it. never ever played that at work, <clears throat> ever. <laughs> I know. Speaking of uh Guy Ritchie films, have you seen the newest one? The gentleman? Uh, the oh, gentleman. No. Oh yeah. There is um we were Don't. watching it about a minute and a half into the whole scene with the song was on, and I'm like, wait a minute, what? fucking version of shimmy Yaw is this and i ended up looking it up and it's this band called l michelle's affair 
Al it Mike. It's Al Michaels. Well, whatever. That's not how you spell Michael. Ask me how I know. I know. <laughs> but uh, dude, that stuff is side jam. That 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 particular, not that soundtrack, but that that album, that whole Wu Tang. Yeah. Thing quite what often. Is, what is it called? Enter the thirty seventh chamber or something. Yeah, enter like the that. yeah, enter the thirty seventh chamber. Yeah. I believe it's that's called. very cool, dude. Very, 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 very cool. I love it. Guy Ritchie makes great soundtracks. Um, the uh, uh, oh my god, that, oh, the gentleman, that whole entire soundtrack <laughs> is great. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it really is. You know, because they they've got some of that that British British rap, which I freaking love. Dude, You're, that dude Muggs, Bugsy Malone. Yeah. Well, wow, this is so funny because like when British dudes, like when the ba- the Beatles, when they sang, um, you, there was no accent that specific. <laughs> yeah. You know, it didn't stand out like all the time. Like you, you they could sing and just sound like they were American. They had no mm-hmm. accent. But, but when these dudes rap, fingers. it's like so thick, like a like a thick Cockney accent. I'm like, that's absolutely. Ass. I that, love it. Who's I that dude it. now? Alex might know since he's younger. I can't think of his name. They were just he, his band was just that louder than life, and he had that whole accent, and it was just terrible music. You're not giving me much to go on here, guy. Uh, Harry Styles? No. <laughs> Hang on, I'll keep talking. I'll figure it out in a second here. Entertain the matches. Wrong show. Young, young blood. <laughs> young. Oh, yeah. Young yeah. blood. I actually, he's got a couple of good songs, believe it or not. It's just, I don't know if they, we caught them on the, they were on the, he was on the main stage before I think clutch played on the other one. And we're just standing there. I'm like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He actually had a song on, I think either last year or the year before his Madden. Yeah. Uh, it was called lemonade. I think it was 19 or 20 at Madden 20. Yeah. Which one did I just buy? 20. Yeah. Well, I'll give you my second pick real quick, and yeah. and, and that is um, the soundtrack for the movie Lost in Translation. That's on this list. I was just looking at. I love that soundtrack. That movie's great too. I'm not entirely sure I've ever seen it. Uh, Bill Murray, Scarlett Johansson, a couple other people—they're all in Japan. Bill Murray's playing a superstar like he is, and he's doing a whiskey commercial. It's kind of like this, I don't know, like weird romance. I don't know. It's weird. It's a strange story. You know, it's like he's older, she's younger. They get together, but they don't. And they know it's weird. But it's super cool, dude. It's really cool movie, dude. And it's got one of the greatest scenes ever where he arrives in Japan, gets his hotel room. And uh, I don't know, whoever I imagine was doing the producing of the commercials or whatever, sends this call girl up to his room and she's like, she looks like a businesswoman. She's like, lip, lip my stocking. And he's like, what? She's like, lip, 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 lip. And he's like, oh, rip. (laughs) It was just a play on the accent. Oh, dude, it's great. You got to see it. Fantastic movie. The the soundtrack's great though, man. Uh, th- that's the soundtrack. I get into work at six thirty in the morning. Alex is playing. 
I wrestled the dinosaur once and I'm playing <laughs> lost in translation. I'm like, dude, you're awesome, but I'm going over here and chilling for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have no volume cap in the morning, middle of the day or even night. So yeah, <laughs> I ease into it. I always, do. Oh, it's got some Rick James on it, huh? On uh, Lost in Translation, yeah, I'm wrecking James, bitch. Unless, unless I'm looking at the la- the wrong soundtrack. I don't, I don't recall Rick James. It says Love Gun, Rick James. That's Love a good Gun. song. That's a Kiss track. Well, that's not what it said. This Kiss on there, Doug. Maybe no. they. Maybe they have some sort of a, like extended type of thing. I don't know. Maybe I'm listening to uh, a whole different. I see. Well, I, I'm seeing. I, I see two different uh, things listed on here for that. Okay. But so I don't know. Interesting, because then I'll look for it. No, I'll, I'll, I'll. You know, the other one's really chill. Yeah. Like airs. I don't know if you guys know who air is or anything like that, but like airs on there and a couple other. Um, uh, there was another semi-famous. Uh, I'm not going to remember. Whatever, but it's good. I enjoy it. Yep. Uh, I definitely uh, know that was on this list. Uh, highly on this list, actually. But um, Train Spotting is one that is brought up a lot when mm. I hear people talk about albums, um, that like soundtrack albums. It's not any music that I will listen to, but it's it's kind of funky. I mean, Iggy Pop's "Lust for Life" is on there. They got a Lou Reed song, "Perfect Day," so it's definitely a lot punkier. Um, if anyone doesn't know Train Spotting, it's Owen McGregor's the star of it. Well, one of those stars, and it's about British kids that are hooked on heroin. The second one's not bad either. Yeah. Never heard of it. No, I can't bring myself to watch. I heard it's it's a tough watch, but like a really good movie. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's there's it's just no happy in it, and I I need a little bit of happy. Uh, the Batman soundtrack is on here, but when I think Batman, I think Kiss by S- Seal. <laughs> yes, yes, mm-hmm. great song. <laughs> That's probably the only time somebody's ever gotten excited about that song. So that would I love that, I love that song. That was that Batman Return. No, that wasn't that Batman Forever. That's that forever. Was, that was the one with Arnold, wasn't it? No, He's, that Mr. was Freeze. Batman Freeze. Everybody chill. Did you guys see these Arnold uh, videos where they're replacing his face with like, <laughs> like <laughs> they have Will Ferrell and friggin' they replace his face like I love you, man. They put up. They put. They put Arnold's face on uh, over Kate Winslet's for Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, it's the greatest. This is now the out of film con uh, podcast. <laughs> Good stuff. Director's cut. Apparently, Black Panther has a good soundtrack. I don't. Nothing stands out dude. to me. But I How mean, come nobody said Empire Records. Oh, I saw that movie a few times, and I, I don't remember. Dude, Airheads. Yeah. Top Gun. What's Johnny doing out on a Tuesday night? Johnny can't read. Johnny can't write. <laughs> Kids just don't understand. 
the, and then, uh, of course, there's Ghostbusters, just because it has the Ghostbusters song on it. Yeah. That's a good one. Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing is high on this list. I saw people. Big fan. Crime I Legacy. Not. Rock Crime and Roll Legacy, High School. The entire Tron Legacy album was uh, written and produced by Def Punk. Oh, interesting. Mm. So that was kind of a cool, cool little send off. It was one of the last big things they did before they disbanded. Uh, that thing you do for me, I'm a big fan of that movie, so I like that soundtrack. Finding Nemo soundtrack's good. Yeah. <laughs> Clueless stands out to me, actually. Enjoying Clueless. Not only the, the, not only the soundtrack, but... <laughs> Now here's but, a, a Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. I didn't even think about that. Oh, the first Dude, one, one yeah. and two. Both of them are good. Pick some good stuff. Sure. I know one that we'll catch heat from if we don't mention it. Uh, it's not for us, but Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, anytime yeah. that you have a, a music-based movie you, you need to have a good soundtrack right so like all those should stand out like i'm sure people love the rocky horror picture show like Ugh. i mean no i know i'm with you i mean other than tim curry's in it but or you could put every single james bond theme song on one record and that would probably be pretty popular yeah and shaft oh. <laughs> <laughs> Flash, uh, <laughs> oh, that's a great one, Queen. Fuck yeah, dude. Flash, shaved every one of us. <laughs> I love that song. It's a great tune. Shaved, shaved every one of us. Uh, yeah. sure. Yeah, the bodyguard. That's the way I thought of it. It said the bodyguard. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, now I'm literally just reading. But... Honestly, basketball. Sure. The whole soundtrack. Real big fish is on there. And in the movie. Fake wow. all whales. Dad <laughs> <Huh>? uh, <laughs> jokes. Good oh, stuff. Wow. Good stuff. My wife, my, my wife and my daughter like to listen to Labyrinth soundtrack. I go back to David Bowie. Oh, wow. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's like my, my daughter's first uh, song. Like it was Dance Magic oh. Dance. Yeah, Labyrinth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. Man, I might have to go back to using my avatar with that video glitches. I like that again. I uh, say so you need Show to girls. tracking there with your uh, VHS. Showgirl soundtrack's great, too. Yeah. Oh, in space. Star Wars. Star Wars soundtrack? Sure. Yes. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's another discussion. Like, I think what we've been trying to do is hit, like, soundtracks that feature some bands we like or just soundtracks that we feel like well represents like kind of like what we're into or whatever but yeah. like just music wise i mean i'll take a whole bunch of john williams stuff i mean give me the jurassic park soundtrack oh yeah totally yeah Harry like, Potter, amazing man. music oh dude uh, can, i i don't want to prolong this but i'll drop a little bit of something on you we all know who Hans Zimmer is, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So do we all know what the very first video on MTV was? Video killed the radio stuff? Absolutely. He was the keyboard player in that band. Oh, shit. Yeah. 
You're welcome. <laughs> he just he just knows things. The more you know. <laughs> the more I know, the more I'll forget. Yeah, well, it's it's garbage information. But I'll sit on the couch and tear up Jeopardy like you wouldn't care. <laughs> no information is garbage, Doug. All right. Thanks for the encouragement. <laughs> Who is the only team to lose four straight Super Bowls? Oh, come Stop on. Stop talking. Why 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 now? Of all and the- mute. <laughs> Kick him. Kick him out. I could put him in the waiting room. You you've been warned. Um speaking Oh wait, of- I got one more question. Yeah. Who's oh. the only team to get blown out 65 to 7 in friggin' the whatever bowl that is? Oh, Alex. That would answer be the TCU Horned Frogs. Yeah. Thanks, Doug. Son of a pup. <laughs> if you can't tell, remember, reminder, we're Bills fans and we're in pain. We're we're not we're not yep. feeling great. Not feeling yep. Great. But anyways, we're moving on and we're using music like we always do to 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 bring our spirits up, to make us forget about bullshit going on in our lives. And what better way to do that than to listen to some influential, very important, outstanding, elite rap music. So Nate got us on this journey in the group chat of trying to figure out how we were going to get to our next album review. And Nate had this great idea where he went to the Billboard Top 500. Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone. Okay, Rolling Stone Top 500 albums of all time. And then he had us all pick a random number. And with that random number, he went and found the albums that, that correspond with our numbers. Then he had his child be a uh, unpaid uh, intern. Uh, what an intern <laughs> is. And she selected one of us by random. So Doug was chosen. And I'm going to hand it off to you, Doug. The album that you were randomly selected was it was straight out of Compton by NWA hell yeah I'll say this dude and then I'll let you guys comment because I could go on forever <clears throat> about this that record was so unbelievable to me um I'm sorry I didn't do a lot of homework on this I'm gonna say that record came out in 80 Seven eighty-eight. No. Okay. All right. Everybody says this. It was unlike anything that ever came out. The first time I heard that record, I was like, "This is a joke. This is not. This isn't real. This is not real. There's no possible way this is going to get released to the public." And it was, and. It was so mind-blowing and just shocking. It, it, just, it just ran the gamut of emotions for me. I, was, I, I just could not believe what I was hearing. And as you go on and you listen to the record, and I listened to it today again, these guys were just destined to be superstars. It, I, it just seems to me, I mean, you listen to you listen to Ice Cube's voice. It is so distinct and just powerful. It's like that dude's going to be huge on his own. 
then what was uh the song that uh dr dre sang express yourself or something i'm like this dude knows exactly what's supposed to be on the radio exactly what everybody loves he knew it back then dude that is the most radio friendly ish type of tune on that whole record yeah easy probably probably my top favorite song from them oh my god dude dude and and then you go to easy and easy is great man easy solo albums were on their own they were fantastic obviously when dr dre left he was fantastic Uh, ice cube left he was fantastic everybody did but then you listen to um uh mc ren had that tune uh if it ain't rough it ain't me that dude raps better than anybody on the whole entire record if you listen to that thing i mean he is throwing words together he's stringing shit together like i'm like this is just crazy man this dude is like a pure pure rapper right here and the music is fantastic and it was just so crazy real that you just didn't you never heard anything like that so so insanely raw and i i just it was it, it was just crazy man it's one of my all time. And the funny thing is like, I'm driving home on the 33 and I'm like, yeah, it's been quite some time since I listened to this record. I still remember 75% of the words. Yes. You know what I mean? I mean, that's how many times I fucking listened to this <laughs> record. Do you see Doug driving around that driving down the 33, just rapping along in oh, his car? Just bro. Totally. <laughs> I'm totally. <laughs> dude, totally. I, I, I was listening to this album yesterday while I was at, at work on my way to the job site. And our job site happened to be like in a not too great part of downtown Buffalo. So I felt uh, felt awkward, but I felt like I kind of fit in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think everybody loves that record. It don't matter. You jam that record and someone hears it, they're like, hell yeah, that dude. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, it, like, whole- it, it separated. They were able to separate themselves from all the other like rap of that time. Yeah. Too. Like it, that, like, it wasn't like, you know, the hype, the hype guy rap of the eighties with like run DMC or beastie boys. Like it was just or- good. Or for that matter, dude, you could even say Public Enemy, who's yep. pretty opinionated, man, and they were hardcore, but not like that. Right. They, with the way that they put their rhymes together, their flow, it w- was the birth of modern rap. This yeah. is mm-hmm. the first year where you can give BC Boys some credit for some of the things they do as far as getting away from sampling, mostly because they had to. And because it's just not financially possible anymore to do it, it's not worth the money that you would spend on uh, paying out all these people for all the samples you're using. But you know, using the own instruments and getting different beats out of that with with getting away from the the drum machine, which those are some of my least favorite songs on this album, are the ones that have heavy use of the drum machines like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even I can't remember what it's called, but it's like a certain name and a bunch of numbers, um, like drum machine and whatnot. The thing that got me about this this doing this for this episode was I was hoping, not knowing 
other than like the first two songs. Like I know straight out of Compton. Like I know that song. And I know fuck the police because I was a punk kid who thought it was cool to say fuck the police back in the day because oh look at me all brothers. Oh, fuck the police. Oh, I got a ticket for speeding. But oh, I fuck the police. You know, outside of that, I was hoping that I was gonna find some stuff. I'm like, damn, I got a new jam. And then Doug already mentioned it. Uh if it ain't rough, his flow in that, that's a modern day flow. That, that what people that's a rap song from today. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it doesn't get like I'm looking at the the stars here on Amazon, which whatever, take them or leave them. But it's got like one, like one star. Are you kidding me? This song that song's elite on this album. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, and express yourself is I I dude. One of the amazing, <laughs> so fun. I guess singing along with it, but at the same time hearing, um, you know what, what Dre's actually saying, which is <laughs> not going with the vibe at all. But that's what I love about this album. It was fun. Yeah. You know, the lyrics a lot of times didn't match the tone of the song you're listening to. Mm-hmm. The other thing that was cool with it too is that it was probably it, it, it was the first album that like rappers like they separated themselves via region like that was the first like west coast album is before it was west coast east coast you know the houston area atlanta southern hip-hop so that was that's also really cool with it for sure yeah mike i mean you already said it like to me this is so important this album because of them getting away from the run dmc sound you know that that the new york city rap of that time was a lot like um rappers delight and like the the gang vocals where they're always hopping in like and, and like like doubling up on words tripling up on words like it's it, it's not for me i understand that it's important i understand that those <clears throat> songs influenced you know other guys to do other things so in that aspect i respect it but like i don't like run dmc i don't mm. enjoy the music i That's do not, surprising, enjoy, I do not <laughs> enjoy beastie boys I saw Run DMC with Sugar Ray and Orgy at UB. I would. <laughs> when was that? That was like 1999. Who booked that show? Holy cow! Uh, it was how they pull it off. Run DMC, Sugar Ray, and Orgy. That's, oh my that's like god! My, that's like when I saw Godsmack and Little Kim and Nas. Yeah, at UB. <laughs> <laughs> At both those shows, all, those, all, all the Asian students going for their doctorate, you know, <laughs> like, get a taste of American culture. Oh my god, that's so all true. in one day. That's so true. <laughs> Thought it was weird when there was a bunch of Honda Civics in the parking lot. <laughs> this is yeah, the, the only thing. <laughs> the, only, the only thing that I got out of, um, I, I recently. I'll say it again. I listened to a music podcast. We were going through history and whatnot of, of hardcore and punk, and they did BC Boys. So the second episode is all about the New York City hip hop scene in the early days and what it was like. So real quick, I guess to say this because I want to acknowledge how badass they were to influence you know these bands or these these groups like NWA going forward and obviously the whole West Coast scene. They would go out and tap into the streetlights to power their systems because they 
like hand built these systems with massive speakers and multiple you know turntables and stuff like that, as well as the PA for the MCs, and like they would flood the streets, and that's where this like mantra of New York City was of the streets from the streets. So like I like that part of it. Mm-hmm. The execution of the music is just kind of cheese balls to me. Um, can, I, can I can I go back to the soundtrack thing real quick? We're reviewing the album. Hang on, this is going to bug me because Alex said <laughs> one of his favorite songs, probably the top song on that, is uh, "Express Yourself," which is one of my top three on that album. And a lot's happened since we talked about the soundtrack topic over the weekend. Obviously, with uh, you know, we won't talk about the team that lost here. <laughs> my soundtrack that I immediately thought of, and I didn't bring it up tonight because all I was thinking was movie soundtracks. So my favorite soundtrack ever is Tony Hawk Pro Skate. Oh, yeah. Yes, oh. yes, all of them. But Express Yourself always has a nostalgic part in my oh, heart yeah. because of that video game soundtrack. Go which, on. Which one, was it, which one was it on? I think that was two. Was it two? Yeah. Yep. So no. two that would have had that would have had the no two two had no effects on it. Actually, it might have been three. Hmm. I That's go- gonna bug me now. I vote for two. <laughs> That's why I just said yes, all of them. Yeah, and CKY was on two. I thought yeah. I thought almost I thought you were gonna say Judgment Day soundtrack. Was it on the Judgment Day soundtrack? I don't know. Oh. Probably not. <laughs> but they had a lot of rap and rock and stuff like that on there, too. But I was thinking maybe he was going to say Training Day. Is it on Training Day? I don't know. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> High five. <laughs> so when I was listening to this album at work for the second time the other day, uh, the first time I listened to it, and I wasn't around anybody. I was just at my station, just listening by myself. But then I listened to it again later on in the week and I'm walking down the hall while I ain't the one is on. And I, I, I'm just laughing out loud, walking down the hall, listening to ice T's lyrics in this song while the music uh, is playing. Ice cube. Yeah. Wow. Ice T is not an NWA. Oh, did, did I just kill the fucking podcast? But I'm trying to think <laughs> whose voice am I hearing then? I think Brian I thought, just lagged so hard. Yeah, his, his brain went into reboot mode. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, his brain is doing exactly what his video was doing earlier. <laughs> is it easy? I if I can, can, uh, no, it's not easy. Because he's got the most distinct voice. No. Yeah, because he's real young and high sounding. Ice T was Brian. I promise you, Ice T is not an NWO. I'm not questioning you guys. No, now I'm just trying to figure out which guy that I was thinking of. But either way, it, it's it's a ridiculously misogynist, misogynistic song. It's, it's probably Easy E. <laughs> and I I could either that or ODB. It's not ODB. Never mind. It was method. Don't do this to me. DJ Method Man. <laughs> DJ. DJ Method Man. That's funny. Anyways, Brian, continue. 
Well, no, I was just saying. I was. I mean, the lyrical content and the 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 music that's playing. Yeah. You know, it, they don't jive, but they do jive. Yeah. Like in yeah. the whole time, like I'm I'm laughing hysterically, and I could only imagine what a good portion of the population would think of it. Oh, if it was the same song. If that record came out today, it wouldn't come out today. True. There would be no way. People would not tolerate that at all. Whatever. But it was like nobody put a record out like that before that. Nobody. And that was a great thing. And plus, on top of it, they were all for real. I mean, those dudes were, okay, so you want to do gangster rap? Well, get gangsters. Right. Easy, easy, E. I, I have heard some stories that that dude literally is a cold-blooded murderer through and through. I'm sure. He did some. I'm sure they shit. all did. I'm sure they all did. But you know, you know what the funny thing is, is that you go and you look out and you go, okay, well, here's these dudes. Well, mm. we all know what Dr. Dre turned into. We all know what Ice Cube turned into. You know, Easy E was on his way up. I mean, he was, you know, whatever. I mean, his you go back and listen to his solo records. They are phenomenal records. But, you know, I mean, he had his you know, demons and everything, and they caught up to him and all that other stuff, you know. Mm. But um, like I said, you know, earlier, I mean, it was almost like these dudes were just destined, you know. They, they were, to me, you get a rap group, NWA. Who's the next? You got to travel ahead a lot of years, and you're just going to come to Wu-Tang. There's no other, nobody else in my book. You're going to, that could even come close. You're saying uh, of, of huh? this era? No, I'm not saying of the era. I'm just saying of these. Okay, so if you take like rock groups and you come out and you're like, okay, Led Zeppelin comes out and they are just unbelievable. They just blow the rock and roll world wide open. Who's the next one? They don't come out. The next year, that type of band does not come out the next year. You know, you wait for, I don't know, off the top of my head, I'm going to say, you know, you got Van Halen and then what, you know, and it's like with metal too. It's like, who do you think of before Metallica came out? They just blow the whole thing wide open. They just like, okay, reset. I get you. So you're saying, you know what I'm saying? Real benchmarks in absolutely 100%. Okay, I get and it. then and then things start going, okay, well, this is what these guys are doing. We're going to take it from here and you start building and you start building and you start building and then all of a sudden someone's like Right. Here we go. This is something completely new. System think- of a down. Oh my god. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think rap the next thing you would be looking for is the unique thing about them is you know because they're rapping it's all spoken word it's the style of the spoken word so maybe not until you have guys like twister come along you know what i mean until you have the the dude from bone thugs and harmony come along like all of a sudden like these guys are now taking these words and they're like trying to set world records in words per minute 
Mm-hmm. And Buster it Red. sounds um, Busta for sure. Who was probably the godfather of them. I just prefer Twista and I prefer Bone Thugs and Harmony. But Tony Hawk, they didn't fight Jason either. So four. (laughs) That's the coolest thing about Buzzer Rhymes is that he once karate kicked Jason. (laughs) But it's the same thing if if you look at it, it's like the same thing with guitar playing. You know, you get guitar players, they come out and they're fast. But then Yeah, and but then all of a sudden, you know, you get some guy like I don't know if you guys know who Michelangelo is. This dude could the Ninja play Turtle, the Turtle, Ninja Turtle. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, all right. <laughs> he might as well be, you know. And then he's got two guitar necks, and he's like playing two guitar hey. necks at the same time, you know. And it just becomes, you know, Ingwe Malmsteen. It's like, okay, great, dude, you're f- super fast. But there's no substance to it, man. There's nothing to it to me. You yeah. know, it's like, I'll listen to Ingwi. Sure. Cool. The dude's super great. All these fast guitar players, whatever. Anybody can play fast. Anybody can rap fast. But it comes down to, like me, my favorite all-time rapper of all time, I think, is so original and Whatever I think ODB is the, one of the most original rappers that I have ever heard in my life. The things he does, the way he words things, the way he fits words together, his little sounds and quirks. I, in my book, yeah, he's number one. I just love when he went to cash his welfare check on MTV Live. <laughs> <laughs> That shit was hilarious. Dude. He had his own show, didn't he? He had a little uh, he had a little know. show yeah. for a minute there, I think. Yeah. yeah. That reality show? Mm-hmm. Nate, um your thoughts on this album that we uh did? This was your idea, you know, to to do the uh rock and roll <sighs> countdown thing. So I uh I enjoyed it. Um I, I really like the 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 music that was in it because it's it was legit music not just computer generated beats and whatever um i don't know i don't i don't really have a whole lot to say about it i mean i i'm a big fan of dre like in 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 general so the stuff that that he was in i i enjoyed i'm not i wasn't a big fan of a lot of the stuff that easy e was doing I, I don't know if it's just the sound of his voice or something. I'm just I'm not I'm not a fan of most of his stuff on there. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I I'm the it. same way. I think I'm yeah. the same way. But I think uh, I don't know. Looking looking at the uh, at the song list, songs that uh, stood out to me, I think was uh, Eight Ball. I like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dope Man, I liked. But I don't. I, I listened. I listened through once a couple of the songs. I listened to more than once, and I probably won't ever listen to it again. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I did. It, I, I, I did, did just find out that uh, so I was I was reading through some stuff. NWA got arrested in Detroit for performing "Fuck the Police." No, you didn't watch the movie. No, I didn't watch the movie. Oh, you should watch the movie. 
But I thought that was uh, I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. The police told them not to perform the song because they were afraid it was going to incite violence, and it did. <laughs> but uh, then they got <laughs> the arrested. That the city's hotel. falling apart and becoming a hellhole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Blame this, this this rap group. It's this rap group's going to destroy I, this. We were we were we were that. So so my my grandma and some of my family lives in the suburbs of Detroit. So we went there uh, one year for to visit. And I that shortly before that I was watching Man vs. Food, and he went to a the dude went to a barbecue joint in uh, Detroit. So I talked everybody to go into this barbecue place because the food looked really good. So as we're getting there, we're walking into the restaurant, and there's a couple going out to their car. The windows are all busted in. They look at us, our New York license place. They're like, well, welcome to Detroit. It was just like another day for them. (laughs) (laughs) You know know what was really cool about Straight Outta Compton was that's what spawned the federal government to try and ban an entire genre of music. Yeah. PMRC. Dude, if you guys – if we all played an instrument of some sort. It's like, if we did something that the federal government tried to get banned, dude, you know, you made it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that was Al Gore's wife, Tipper Gore. That started yeah. That whole yeah, thing. yeah. Yeah. She, she also went after, um, the singer of the dead Kennedys. Um, Jalopiafra. Yeah, dude. And he's like insanely smart. He's, you know, yeah. he's, he's like Nate. He's like, uh, the guy from bad religion. He's like that, like a political science. Like his his parents were professors or some shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Greg yeah. Graffin is a professor, right? Well, Jello from Dead Kennedys is like insanely smart, and he mm-hmm. whooped them. Yeah, whooped it, them. It was hilarious. You can, you can watch it online, and you'll see all of their testimony. And you can watch Frank Zappa speak about this stuff. Yeah, and you can watch. Uh, uh, what's his name uh, from Twisted Sister? Oh, D. Snyder. Yeah. D. Snyder. He's smart too. Do Dude. not pick a fight with him. He'll <laughs> he'll kill you. But the, the ironic part of those the, those testimonies was the um, those hearings was that the the most influential person on that was John Denver, probably. Like, mm. yeah. yeah, I forgot that he was on there. Now that you mentioned, yeah, I can't help but think of uh, Super Troopers anytime. Somebody brings up John Denver. Why? The, the scene where uh, uh, this plane crashes. Jesus no. Christ! The scene <laughs> <laughs> where Farva uh, and uh, other dude are in the garage talking, and he's telling them the story about John Denver lighting his musical award on fire on oh. stage. Hmm. I thought of. I always think of uh, Dumb and Dumber when he says Rocky Mountains. Man, that John Denver is full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, not talking about movies again. We already did. It's the film episode. Jarky, your thoughts on this album. Uh, I think you are the only one we haven't fully heard from. Maybe not Mike. Mike, you can chime in at the end if you would like. Like, like I like rap music generally, but I don't really totally get it so i i liked the album and i knew kind of going in i liked it because that my favorite rap song of all time is um dr jade ice cube doing a collab called uh, for, uh natural born killers mm. which 
so I knew going into it, okay, they're both in NWA. I'm probably going to like this album. I generally did. And I ended up adding like NWA to my to listen, you know, list. But uh, it's it's not rap's not something I really kind of like totally get like what's good, what's bad about it, and like trying to be able to like judge it or not. I just kind of like like I just kind of take it for what it is, I guess, for the most part. If I'm entertained or not by it. So it's, it's, it's hard for me to really say, you know, oh, this guy's good or this guy's not. So I just kind of, you know, roll with it. And, yeah, it's okay. It's good. I like it. Yeah. Don't really have any strong opinions either one way or another on it, but I just generally thought it was good. You have any thoughts similar to that, Mike? Different? I mean, I just, I, I'm pretty sure I touched on everything I would have said when it was my turn. <laughs> good on you no, I do I do I like, like what like to piggyback off of what Nate said as far as like you know actual music and whatnot I'm a big fan of beats and you know rhythm sections and this album had quite a bit of it uh what the, the what the hell was it called parental discretion is advised the baseline and that is just so groovy I just really enjoyed it that's all and this is this is where DJs were DJs. You know, they would go and they would hunt through records and find yeah. these little sections and stuff like that. You know, and it's like yeah. nowadays they don't, you know. But I don't know. What do you guys I I I just like to think in general, I mean, would you guys say yes or no that like you're rap fans or not really? I am. I am. I there's 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 some stuff that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, like 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 I mentioned before, like I, I like Dre. There's a lot of Eminem that I like. Yeah, I've mm-hmm. been uh, recently introduced to a little bit of Tech Nine. Yeah, me too. I've heard. And I'm I've I, I'm liking what I'm hearing. He's heavily influenced, I guess, by a lot of like rock music and metal. Like he loves mm-hmm. Slipknot. Yeah, he's been he's been on a few of the music festivals that I go to. Yeah. Usually one or two, you know, hip hop acts, and he's been there a couple times. Is he the young man that's uh, hooked up with Megan Fox? Who's that? No, that's no. MGK. Oh Who? God, MGK, <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly. Oh yeah, that's what it is. Okay, I was hoping yeah. that name would never come across our podcast. Yeah, he's a douchebag. Sorry, I'm I really two like for two stuff. today, Alex, with you. <laughs> disturbed at MGK. Before, there's a collab. There's a collab we never need to hear. Before he uh, went out and started attacking Eminem for some reason, uh, and if he would have just stayed in his lane and just kept his head down for coming out of Cleveland, it's not that bad. Hey, he got he got it got him clicks and likes and yeah. streams. He's made money off it. So I mean, right. I hope how I hope stupid he, can he really be? I hope he attacked him for being in the. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Eminem? Yeah. I'm in favor. Of him being in there? Yeah. I brought him up. I wanted to vote him out. Mm-hmm. No. I, the I'm day he got in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a ginormous book that's behind Word. me. It's like literally like this thick. And it's a sort of an encyclopedia of rock and roll. And it talks about the Hall of Fame, and it, there's a section where they talk about Eminem, and they say, if you have a problem 
with rap being in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I don't know what you thought rock or rap was all along. Rap's always been attached to rock and roll. It's not. It's not that fact. To me, it's not that fact at all. It's, it has nothing to do with rap per se. It has. Oh, to you do don't with like Eminem. All his freaking sounds, all his songs sound the same, dude. He's got the same rap pattern, the same cadences. They all sound the same, dude. He's done nothing to bring rap further than it was, in my I, opinion. I, I think you, we need to show you more Eminem. That's your job, Alex. You work. Please don't. Show I hope Eminem never album. listens to this podcast because then he's going to have a song about Doug. That's cool though. <laughs> yeah. like the M&M bump. Come on, and yeah. then Doug will have also made true. It. Yeah, I just you know what? Hey, look, to each his own. I just don't get it, man. I just don't see it. I just don't. I just don't see it. Well, I don't know if he's my favorite, but I did take him number one overall. In my rap I, so far, I will, so long ago I would in keep, drafting. drafting. I would keep Carol King in the Hall of Fame before Eminem. <laughs> wow. I guess this is a fun, quick topic to do before we end the show. Um, Nate, you don't have to chime in because I think you already kind of mentioned the artists that you listen to for the most part. You're a West Coast, early 90s rap guy. That's kind of Nate's wheelhouse there. So uh, I personally have realized that a lot of my opinions and a lot of what I was exposed to is directly related to what was on MTV at the time. And that's what I wanted to listen to since falling out of listening to current rap and then getting back into it in my thirties, mid late thirties, you know, I've realized that there's a lot of guys that I completely missed because I, I like neglected entire groups. I didn't listen to Wu-Tang Clan. I didn't, they weren't on my radar. I didn't hate them. I didn't have a reason not to listen to them. I just, I just didn't. I didn't. If I listened, it was West Coast, just like Nate, and you know, eventually Eminem and stuff. But under their umbrella, all the other groups that they have influenced, especially when you're just talking about their music and how like their songs are constructed and stuff like that, that's now my favorite form of rap, which is very thoughtful. Well put together rhymes, but beyond that, there's some amazingly composed music. Like I am blown away by some of the stuff that my wife shows me. She's the, the my rap like go to like Your rap goddess. She is. She's like, like, what are you listening to right now? I'm at work. I'm like, what are you listening to right now? She goes, Oh, I'm listening to blah blah blah, and I throw it on. It's like someone I've never listened to. It's the only reason I listened to Kendrick Lamar was because of her. The only reason I ever got into you know, like guys like Mac Miller, like is because of her. Like that's the the style of rap that I think that I enjoy almost as much as I did the old school West Coast rap. Hey Brian, yeah, have you ever heard of the artist called NF? Uh, I was going to bring him up. Check him out. Yeah, just NF. Yeah, song he's, uh, uh, one of the up. cleaner. He's one of the cleaner rappers, but. Dude, his flow is sick. Trust. Uh, his song, Trust. Look up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Doing it right now. Uh, uh, tech, tech Nine's in that with him. <clears throat> I got a funny story about Wu-Tang when I was a kid. It was uh, 96, 97 when well, Wu-Tang. Wu- 
Forever came out. Who thinks for the children, Mike? Well, yeah, I was a child then. So this is it was a double disc, you know, parental advisory on it, stuff like that. My mom bought it for me, not knowing anything what Wu Tang was. And then they, uh, she happened to listen to the CD the one day. Well, she put on one song, and I know you're not familiar with them, Doug. Maybe you know, but it is a uh, ODB's track. It's called Maria, and my mom picked that song, which is hands down probably the worst song for a parent to listen to. Uh, that belongs to their 12 year old son but she picked that song because her sister's name is maria and to give you an idea let's see i put my dick in her womb she blew my head like a balloon i had her walking on the moon is uh one of the lines that i think i could say on here <laughs> there's other lines in this song i probably shouldn't say and but, with uh, valentine's day coming up oh she took that cd away from me so fast <laughs> I got I I swear to God I thought I was about to get grounded even though she bought it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go in her closet and find it. She took away all my CDs that had the parental uh, advisory on them, so I had to go back in her closet and steal them all. I had to do the same thing when I was younger. <laughs> no parental advisory, so when they weren't home, I'd go find them and listen to them. <laughs> well, let me tell you this one story. I, I, I'll tell you real super quick. Uh, two things. Um, one is um, if you want to see something really cool, uh, go look up Buckethead, Shame on a N-Word, which is a ODB tune. And Buckethead sitting there and he's got his uh, yellow Paddington bear rain suit on or whatever. And he's got these masks in his hand. And he's just like, Shame on the game but that dude, and he's like rapping back, dude. It is one of the coolest videos you ever see, dude. It's really cool, man. I'll have to check that out. Oh, dude, it's super cool, man. And uh, I don't know if I told the story on the podcast before, but um, I was younger. And do you guys remember the band MOD and SOD at all? Yeah, I've heard of them. Okay, so SOD first comes out. And just to keep it relative, uh, Charlie Benante and Scott Ian from Anthrax were in this band. And, uh, you know, they were like songs that lasted 45 seconds to a minute. But this album went huge back in the day when I was a kid, right? So they leave and Anthrax gets big, but they continue on and they release this album called USA for MOD. Comes out kind of the similar type of album, you know, but they have like songs like uh, the one song on there is called AIDS, which uh, stands for I've heard. Anally inflicted death sentence. <laughs> so this, you know, it's all this huge, you know, comedy kind of, you know, tongue in cheek stuff. But it's real heavy, you know. Go to Toronto. We're walking around. Me, and my brothers, and my dad, Eaton Center, and he's like, "Oh yeah, guys, you know, whatever, grab something, you know." So I grab USA for MOD. Now my dad is, was a huge guy for letting us jam tunes in his car. You know, he, he, dude, I would bring Rush. He loved it. 
you know, he loved it because, you know, the lyrics were intelligent, all this stuff, blah, 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 blah. He actually even liked Doc. And I mean, we're talking about years ago. I mean, you know, I'm a young kid, you know, we're talking 80s and stuff. This album comes out. We're in Toronto. I buy it. He's like, Doug, let's put that CD in. And I'm like, oh, my. Because I know what the CD is all about. You know, he's not going to be cool with this. We listen to the CD from beginning to end. And he looks at me and he goes, he's, we're driving down the QEW and he goes, I buy that CD off you. And I'm like, I guess. I mean, you bought it for me. Why are you asking? He throws $10 on my lap, pushes eject, takes the CD, unrolls his window and goes, <laughs> and throws it right out the window on the QEW, dude. I was like, okay, well, that's, you're telling me you really don't dig that CD, you know? So I went, took that $10 and rebought the CD. So. There you go. Actually, I'm uh, surprised he went start to finish on that. Oh, that's my dad, dude. That's totally my dad. Dude, I could I, I could put something in there and it would be the most vulgar, horrendous thing. And he'll sit there and he'll listen to it. Because you know why? You feel uncomfortable. And he knows it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to make you sit there and feel that way the entire time. He was awesome. Anyways. But yeah, I mean, you know. That type of stuff is just, you know, whatever. That's cool. But rap has always been, I'd have to say, like, in in uh, in my world, right up there, I'm super, super picky. Um, Public Enemy, one of my all-time favorites. But then you get into older bands like... Um, uh, uh, what you got? Tribe Called Quest. Yeah. Uh, De La Soul. You know, all them guys. Oh, my God. This is new stuff. This is fantastic stuff. I loved it. I loved it. Even Run DMC when I was younger. It was like, oh, my God. But see, this is the thing. This is where it happens is like, you know, I can see Run DMC sounding dated. But it wasn't dated when I first heard it. It was just brand new. You know what I mean? That whole style was first coming out, you know? The whole Adidas thing, you know? You you couldn't go anywhere without wearing Adidas shit, you know? So, but. I wore Adidas because Corn did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they kind of brought it back, actually, yeah. if you think about it. And then they went to what Puma, I think. Yeah, they got a whole bunch of money from Puma to start wearing yeah. Puma. Oh, good because Puma shit cool too. Adidas <laughs> is cheaper than Nike for me, so that's how I looked at it. And they fit my white feet. But like, uh, Adidas yeah, stuff was way cooler than Nike shit in my book, man. You know? I, I I always thought that the three lines were always cooler than those. Yeah. Absolutely, one hundred percent, dude. One hundred percent. And then they come out with the song, you know, and all that shit. You know, it's cool. And so the microphone from HR Giger. Oh yeah. So you brought up the tribe called Quest, and mm-hmm. um, when I was learning about the Beastie Boys. They they play a song where one of the guys from Tribe Called Quest was on that track, and it's one of the few Beastie Boys songs I said to my wife, and I, she loves them, die hard, like loves them, loves them, loves them. 
And, but I like that's the thing that we butt heads about the most. I'm like, I don't get them. I think they kind of suck. But <laughs> I'm like, you know, I thought Beastie Boys kind of sucked, but then at least they did that one song that really talented you from Tribe Called Quest. Because <laughs> you shut your mouth. <laughs> Q-tip, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, you finally bring in talent, and look, I actually kind of like the Beastie Boys. Look at well, that. Beast- the Beastie Boys were kind of, you know, in the beginning, dude, I couldn't stand them either, dude. They were cheesy, man. Uh, Fire for your rock, you know. Uh, yeah. you know it was just, just like, oh, it was garbage. I couldn't stand it. But as they progressed, I was like, man, this is, I, I've been, I totally done them. But you know, you watch, you watch, um, Fight for your right. I think he's in that video, but no, no sleep till Brooklyn. That guitar player. Yeah, that's Carrie King from Slayer. Yes, I knew that. He was on. They were on this. They were. On, they were on, on Duck Jam. Jam. Yeah. Speaking of Beastie Boys, I highly recommend everybody check out and covers. Mm. Um, I don't know if you guys ever heard of all the Cancer Bats. They do a cover yeah. of Sabotage, and the video is. It's not, I don't want to say it's the same exact thing. It's, it is, it's them basically doing the videos or the video for sabotage, but it's a, such a really, it's a, it's a really, really cool cover. Check it out. Cool. I'm definitely going to do that for sure. Yeah. Beastie Boys are so unique because they started off as a hardcore band. Yeah, they did. Yeah, absolutely. And then the BC boys was a joke where they were in studio and they're just goofing around and they, their first big hit was this uh, Cookie Puss song, which is a Carvel Cakes cake, ice cream cake, that was called Cookie Puss. And where they, they the whole premise of the song is they called into a Carvel to order a Cookie Puss cake. Scoopball <laughs> stuff. Alex, that's your new nickname. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I can get on board with that. Hey, Cookie Puss. <laughs> get ready tomorrow, brother. Oh, man. That's good stuff. Well, <laughs> that's our like album. Forget it. Yeah, he, he won't. This, this one might stick for a while. Uh, that's the end <laughs> of the album review. And I guess that brings us to the end of the episode. We'll get out here pretty early uh, for once. That's Maybe that's kind of good. Maybe you guys prefer that. Either way, um, thanks for listening. Uh, gentlemen, great to see all of you as always. Yes. Um, let's think about some things that we need to tell the folks. Well, you know where to find us because somehow you found us already. So continue to find us here on whatever app you prefer. So keep smashing that uh, subscribe button. Don't uh, like You could hit it, but then you unsubscribed, and then you got to hit it again to resubscribe. And actually, that... That's kind of fun. Maybe they'll like bump the numbers artificially. So maybe do that at least once and then uh, tell a friend and then uh, follow the Facebook page, which we don't use that much. But maybe if we get some, I don't know, silly TikTok video out of this well, maybe Duck's face is going to make an appearance. Uh, I think <laughs> make that happen. Uh, do that and um, continue to support all the other shows that you find on the network. Alex and I obviously do the crafting and drafting show, your biweekly craft beer and silly draft topic show, which Nate just appeared on our last one. Um, I'll have each one of you appear on. Doug's been on in the past. Jarka, I got to get you on. I have a wrestling one that is just waiting on the the chopping block for you to crush. And uh, 
Mike, we're, I, I want you to, you know what, right now I'm sounding out. I want you to come on when we do people I'd like to punch in the face part two. <laughs> Did I pick myself? No, he's not. <laughs> he's not going to be good for that. But that's the kind of stuff we do there. And then there's a million other great shows. That's an exaggeration, but there's a bunch of other great shows on the network. BSEBP-radio.com. Go find some and, stuff you like. And yeah, look out for the Earth Earthen Vessel uh, EP, too. It's going to be online. I and mean, we're going to give it away for free to everybody. Look, Alex has got the tattoo on his finger. There you go. It's all done. We just got to release it. Awesome. So, four Congrats, songs. Buddy. Cool shit. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. No, Looking congrats. To it. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Until next time, Alex. Tune in. Hey.